0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal.
1: You you know what I appreciate most about you?
0: What? What is that?
1: You know, you sound nasally, you got some (sighs) crazy allergies hitting you, and you you, you show up. You just show up.
0: Some would compare this episode to the Michael Jordan flu game. Some would. Some would choose to do that. Um, Yes, currently right now, I can't smell out of my nose, can't breathe out of my nose. I'm sure it reflects on this recording, but we push through and we still provide the fantasy football content to to. the viewers because we have to, not because we have a choice, because we have to. You know, our producer, Brian Teagle, listened back to our
1: wide receiver uh, episode and he texted me, he goes, God, I'm so with you on your picks and I'm so (laughs) against A.J., I was like, you know, it's beautiful. Look, you it's know, beautiful. your
0: your old little men, you know, can can rally behind you, but you know, I'm. This is why I'm so excited for this season because I'm just gonna laugh all the way to to winning all the money in fantasy mm-hmm. this year and the number one seed and everything like that. While you know you sit back there with with your guys that you want to get and 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 I'll just I'll just be here. It's Fair, it's fair.
1: And then also, did you like the fact that I? Uh We have our first draft tonight for one of our mm-hmm. one of our many many leagues, and uh I finally got the commissioner to bring the p p r to the twenty first century
0: yes, I mean, look, it was our final league that we were playing in like half p p r and it's honestly ridiculous like uh, no half no zero one point p p r that's what we've been arguing about that's how it works now for fantasy. 6, six points for a, a passing touchdown not 4.
1: Like right. the differential on your on your draft strategy is so a, different
0: it when it's different
1: PPR. P- P- like I mean the Justin Jefferson of the world don't have as much separation from the, you know, like we talked about yesterday to the Calvin Ridley's if you have a half point PPR.
0: Correct. So, today is our final so, final episode um for our fantasy football preview in terms of our positional rankings. Our final position is the tight end ranking, which, which is might is important. It is very important. If you look at last year, great ones. If you look at last year, the tight end position was a complete flop all around yes. the league. I yep. mean, it was, it was disaster, unless you had a man named Travis Kelsey. Um, and yep. that is why this position is so important to really hit because only one person can draft Travis Kelsey in your league. Right. So all the other guys um, you know, this is a very important episode to listen to and also an important, you know, just to do your own studying on who you would like um at this position because it is a key point to it, you know, this this could be the, the deciding factor to whether you yeah. win or lose, you know, a certain week so, based on who your tight end is. Do do you know the have you seen the
1: stat? I I'm sure you know it, but the, what does this progression represent? One, one, one. One, two,
0: one. Uh, Travis Kelsey's fantasy rankings last they, year. They, they, oh no,
1: his fantasy rankings for the last six years. Oh, first, oh,
0: you were going year. Oh, okay, you were, going, <laughs> you were, going, you were last, going year by year. He's the number one tight end by
1: far the yeah. last seven years. That's not even. A, it's a, it's it's not a debate. It's not a question. And we can he talk about the other nine.
0: He might be the number one. Yeah, I was gonna say he might be the number one this year. It it's just yeah, you know, we'll see if our list get that crazy, but no, it shouldn't get that crazy. So let's hop into it. Let's get to it, let's run it. Uh let's go into our final positional rankings with tight ends. Obviously, next week we will hop into a mock draft on Mon- on Tuesday's episode. Um and we will do we'll probably do a couple different ones going from different draft positions just to show you kind of our strategy as we're going through a live mock draft and then uh then, you know, we're we're a week away from that season. So as we get into the NFL season, obviously our Friday episodes become week previews and then our Tuesday episodes become week reviews where we play our favorite game, what we got right, and what we got wrong, um, which I'm anticipating a lot of right this year and really? less wrong this year. Really?
1: Because I mean, let's be for honest. For both of us. For both of us. Okay. That's kind of us. my thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's go to tight ends. So let's go yeah. ten to one like we've been doing again, the tight end list this year is all over the board. I mean, we could possibly have a lot different in this top 10. We could disagree on, on sleepers and guys to stay away from. It's just a, it's just a big group of guys. And then Travis Kelsey, it's, it's it really it's is. very, very interesting position this year. So I will start at number 10. Um, I think is a very important player to mention on this list. And I think 10 is Cole Komet on the bears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cole Komet. Right now, ADP is 123. You know, your time, mm-hmm. back, you can get a top 10 tight end. Now, I don't anticipate him being and having the ceiling that some of these players at the top, you know, not even mentioning Kelsey might have. But, you know, he's tight end 12 right now. He's barely, you know, somewhat being drafted in some leagues, maybe a backup tight end that you can even get, you know, in your, your 10th, you know, 11th round. I really like Cole Komet because of his, his upside this year. Weeks nine through 18, the second half of the season last year, he was tight end three. He was yeah, tight yeah, end three right. last yeah, year. Yeah. Once Field started to get it going, and you know, he started running the ball a lot more, and then realized, well, the defense is going to be occupied on you know, me, you know, pretty much all the time. Yeah, Komet became his favorite target now with DJ Moore, that might change, but he's still the number one tight end there, and he's a very talented tight end, very underrated athleticism. I think Komet's worth. The take in those later rounds, if you're one to wait for a tight end, which if you don't get Kelsey this year, it may just be better to take a flyer on a guy like Commit that could provide you know several upside weeks for you. And I think he does finish as a top ten tight end this year.
1: Don't have a problem with him because hey, flash forward, I have him in my sleepers. There you so, go. Right? I mean, it's it's either you have him in the top ten, or we probably have him in our top five sleepers, right? Because we pretty, I'm sure we have about the same top fifteen. Yeah. For me, I put number 10 Evan Ingram. Okay. Right. So, you know, he finished last year in the top 10. I think he finishes number 10 this year with the additional weapons with Calvin Ridley coming in and I think ATN taking a bigger role. I think Evan Ingram's productivity might drop a little bit from last year, but you did see the talent the Giants always thought they had. Yeah. <laughs> and and, yeah. And, he, and he he stopped dropping the ball last year for finally, right? He only had four touchdowns, though. This is a guy who had seventy-three catches, right, for yep. seven hundred and sixty-six yards. So production was pretty good, right? I just think his touchdowns have to go up for him to really jump up that top ten. I like him at the bottom end of the top ten, and I'll put him at ten.
0: Yeah, I I'm fine with that. I have him at nine, so I have him okay. one slot above you. I think Evan Ingram showed last year that, especially on this offense, um, he just kind of fits. You know, he, yeah. he completely, like you said, changed. His way of of of, you know his play style definitely slimmed down more of an athletic um, almost wide receiver like tight end, which he he never out of my mouth, which he never really was on the on the Giants. So he definitely, yeah, it definitely is a a much you know dynamic player, especially in this Jacksonville you know offense. However, the Jacksonville offense, like we've mentioned, with pretty much all of their players being in or around our top ten, you know, we've talked about how there's a lot of targets to go around, and that's why I think Ingram is top 10 and he's definitely at his, his ADP right now is 70, 77. He's, you know, yeah. around tight end eight, you know, definitely a guy that, again, you can wait on. I'm a big fan of, of getting your two running backs, getting your two wide receivers, maybe even a flex before you take a tight end. Of course, unless, unless. of course, you know, Travis Kelsey, which yep. is just the biggest, you know, asterisk in terms of this whole list. Yep. But he is someone there. That's going to be around that seventh round that after you get those six players. I would yeah. definitely be interested as Evan Ingram being my starting tight end. Um, so I hundred percent. Okay,
1: for me at nine, and I probably uh, my guess is you have him higher. Is I have Dalton Schultz.
0: No, <laughs> you guessed wrong. Dalton Schultz oh, not, wow. not not it, Schultz on a hey. Dalton Schultz on a different list, and you're okay. not gonna like where it is. Uh, oh wow! All right.
1: Well, listen, you, you had uh, a you had a guy last year who whose production went down when Dak went down, yep. right? But the year before he was an all-star, right? Or a yep. pro or pro bowler, right? So two years ago, he cut 78 passes, 800 yards and eight touchdowns. Everything went down when Dak went down. Yes. But I do believe he is a serviceable guy. Uh, I think he is a very good tight end in the frame of a Jason Witten that can box people out, run the Y, you know, do the little kind of, you know, Eight yards, turn around, throw me the ball. And what do rookies need? Rookies need tight ends to basically save the day, right? Yeah. They panic, they don't see the wide receivers open, they throw the tight end. I think Dalton Schultz is going to be C.J. Stroud's safety blanket, and I think you're going to see a sixty-five to seventy catches. I think you're going to see seven hundred yards, and I think you're going to see five to six touchdowns.
0: I think Dalton Schultz has a very good year. Yeah, I, I definitely disagree on that, and and you know. To the points that you made about Dak, I really do think Dak Prescott made Dalton Schultz. The guy he is, I think he earned him that contract, so he's mm-hmm. on a different list. We'll talk about him a little later. I don't agree with that. Um, but my but, number eight, I'll move to Pat Farnmouth. Pat mm-hmm. Farnhamuth was someone that we talked about. Um, when we talked about our positional rankings, not even in fantasy, just talking about the tight ends throughout the summer, we thought we're gonna have good years this year, and I really have high hopes. For Pat Friermuth. Uh his ADP is 92. He's around tight end 10. Again, a, a guy like Komet, you know, that is, is low, you know, going really, you know, low in drafts. Um, you can steal him up after you get your starting lineup if you are one to wait on tight ends. And Fryermuth has just been a guy, you know, the 8 for 80 guy. If he can just bring his touchdowns up a little bit, I mean, just yes. a little bit. Last he, year, he got up two. Last year he had two touchdowns, but he had but yeah. he had sixty three catches for seven hundred yards. He averaged twelve yards a carry or a, a catch. So if he brings that up to six, seven, eight touchdowns, he, you know, which
1: his rookie year he had seven. Correct,
0: correct. It was yeah. it was more the opposite. It was like he was the red zone threat, but he didn't he wasn't involved as the number one tight end. Now yeah. I think this is the year that he puts it all together. Um, and I believe eight honestly is a little low for Fryermuth That I'm looking at it now. Um, he's a very safe pick. <laughs> If you are, again, waiting for one of those tight ends after you get your starting lineup, I think Friermuth is honestly the best guy you can go with even before Ingram and Comet. Yep. I
1: had Friermuth last year in one of my leagues. I, I have him seven, so I have him one ahead of you. Okay. Right? And, and the reason I have him at seven is because I do believe the touchdowns will go up and I believe the receptions will go up. This is a guy that, that had 35 more targets than he had catches. Right? Yeah. That, a lot of that was Trubisky. Right. A lot of that was Pickett's first year, just being kind of under pressure and, and or throwing bad throws at him. We watched a lot of games where we're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's open, throwing the <laughs> ball, like not at his feet. Right? right. I think this year gets better for Pickett. We both believe Pickett's going to be a better quarterback this year. So I you have to believe that Fryer Moots' numbers will will jump.
0: That's yeah, why I, I have him at seven. I'm 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 completely fine, you know, with you having him at seven there. But your number eight. My number eight is Kyle Pitts. Right, which which might be a little
1: low for some people. I think a lot of people have him, you know, more in the top six area. Right, what I saw last year out of Pitts is so much ability to be the wide receiver esque tight end of a George Kittle, of a Travis Kelsey, you know, of an Andrews. But but it's just I don't know. There's something missing. I I I can't. It's called a quarterback. That's, that's what it's called. It's called the- a okay, maybe back. We don't want to give as much credit to the fact that I like Desmond Ritter and I hope he's going to do well, but maybe it is Desmond Ritter. But, you know, he, Pitts had a lot of injuries last year. He only played 10 games last year. He had a much better rookie season, but he still doesn't find the end zone. So I can't put him higher than eight because he doesn't find the end zone. And I don't think he's going to find the end zone because I think B. John Robinson's going to take all the touchdowns. So I I think he has a productive season. I think if he stays healthy, he gets to be close to an 800 you know yard back or 800 yard tight end again. I think he'll see 70 catches. I just don't see him putting up five, six, seven touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with what you said. I have him at seven, actually, one above you. <laughs> we flip, so we flip flopped Firemouth and Pitts. Yeah, I, I I haven't given any praise to the Falcons right this whole no, I season. I don't like and you've actually a hater. I don't like the You're quarterback. Behavior. I don't like the running back. I don't, you know, I said stay away from Drake London. You know, okay. I think the defense is a little overrated. I just think the whole team is overrated.
1: I the fa- is, you can't, I can't. You
0: cannot bash Bijan Robinson. You can bash everybody else. Stop bashing Bijan. I, all right. I don't, I love Bijan, but I don't like him fantasy wise. I'm talking, I'm speaking fantasy. wise. You're crazy. Kyle Pitts is the one guy I would actually be intrigued by taking on this Falcons offense, because I think what you saw from Kyle Pitts rookie year is what you're going to get more of, you know, from, from this upcoming year. I kind of look at last year, uh, the Falcons had so much dysfunction on their offense. It was run the ball or else they weren't, wouldn't be able to score. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. Desmond Ritter, even though I'm not high on him again, quarterbacks that tend to struggle to throw the ball downfield, is going to have to go to a safety valve in Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts is one of the best safety valves you can have in the entire league. A guy, a guy that's going to catch a lot of passes, I believe, will be the reception leader on this team. So I think if you're going to get, like you said, the wide receiver 1S tight end, Kyle Pitts is definitely the guy you go after, and I'm anticipating a very good season out of Kyle Pitts.
1: Here's the only thing I disagree with you. I look at Kyle Pitts as a wide receiver. I don't see him in a traditional be on the out, you know, line up on the offensive line on you know at the out, outer end of the outside of the offensive line. Chip a, a linebacker, go out, do five yards, eight yards, turn around. He is the guy that lines up in basically the X, you know, position or even lines up sometimes completely in the Y or the Z. And he's just literally he's going down the field, you know, 15, 20 yards every time. Like, I just I don't see him as the safety valve like I do at Dalton Schultz. I see Kyle Pitts with more upside potential because he's more athletic. He can run deeper routes. He has good high pointing of the ball. But I I I s that's my problem with him is I don't see him as the guy that that Desmond Rear is just gonna dump the ball off to.
0: I, I think he provides I, I think he provides everything on on that offense. Like I do believe he is going to be the reception leader for this team. And I think when you get that opportunity, like he can he can definitely somehow sneak into this top five. At, you know, we saw last year how wonky the tight end position was. This is a yep. type of player that, with his volume on this team, could definitely see. Uh, you know, that definitely has some upside. Yep. So my number six, as we move forward, I have Darren Waller at six. I'm mm-hmm. so thinking more about Darren Waller as the weeks have gone on. Hmm. Um, it, you know, I kind of was a little on it because. You know, we, we've just not seen the Darren Waller from, you know, two, three years ago in a while. Um, The injuries have piled up. He just kind of, you know, looks like he doesn't have that same burst, especially last season. Um, and Derek Carr was pretty terrible, so that didn't help him either. Now he goes to the Giants. And again, something you want to take, you know, that, that you want to keep track of is wide receiver ones on teams that are the t- at the tight end position. That's mm-hmm. this is another one. Darren Waller is the number one option in the passing game for the Giants this year. That's why they got him. That's why they didn't sign a wide receiver. Um, And I think that when you look at that and say this guy is, you know, his ADP is 54, so he's one of the guys you have to spend a little higher on to get in that fourth, fifth round. But he might be worth it to get a guy that has a lot of upside that can go for 70, 80 catches on a team this year that Daniel Jones showed the improvement to throw the football. Um, And I know they have Daniel Bellinger, but I think when Waller comes in, is he's just going to overshadow him. And I think you take what Daniel Jones did with Daniel, with with, with Bellinger last year, and you say, well, he's given Darren Waller now. And I believe we're going to see Darren Waller return to the all-pro, the all, you know, the, the pro bowler that we've seen in past. He's so big, you know, he's a great red zone threat. I really do anticipate him getting to that 700, 800 yards mark, it's going to be about the touchdowns, though. You know, do they just give the ball to Saquon in the red zone every time, or can Waller be a red zone threat for them? Um, I I think there's question marks on that, so I couldn't put him in my top five. But definitely a another one that I that I like being the number one option.
1: I I agree with what you're saying, but I I do believe he's going to be that guy. Like I think he is going to be the red zone guy. I think he is going to have a breakout season. I think he looks healthier than he's looked in three years. I think he's happy to be out of Vegas, right? And, you know, all those things considering, I, three years ago, this guy was the second best uh, yeah, tight end in the league. He was, right, yep. right? And, and he was the second best tight end of the year before that. You know, So yep. I think that there's so much potential here. Again, I think the Giants will be better than they were last year. I think that, again, without tremendous wide receiver support, he will get the ball a ton. Right, and it's why I have him at four. All right. You know, so I had him much higher than you, or two spots higher. So I agree with you. I, he's definitely in that top six. I have him two spots higher. All right. Uh for for me at six I at have six. Dallas Goddard. Right? What are you yep. pooing? <laughs> all right. But before we get to Dallas Goddard, did you see the thing about you know the Eagles are putting in a bit or a trade yeah, for, John, for, for for Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor? Taylor?
0: Let's like, hope let's let's hope that doesn't happen.
1: I mean, like seriously, I, I hate the Eagles with every fiber of my being. But yeah. Howie Roseman is a goddamn genius. Like he, he is. is the greatest GM. If he I gets ever this season.
0: done, I mean, shh, Just I don't even know. How say.
1: do they have any cap room? How do I? I anyway, I, I digress. Oh. Uh, Dallas Goddard. <laughs> Dallas Goddard is the most consistent tight end who isn't in the top four every year. Like he's literally the he's like number five guy, number six guy every year. Right? He's, you could count on him for 50-plus catches, for 700-plus yards, and for three to four touchdowns every single year. And, and that, to me, is, is about as valuable because every week you can count on him getting you points. The yeah. guy has literally about six targets a game, and when you look at the rest of this field, you will get, like, peaks and valleys right? Engram will score 20 points. Engram then will score four, you know, uh, Schultz will have a, a a 17 next week. He'll have a six, you know, Dallas Goddard is going to have 12, 13 points every single, week. you know, and for me that consistency landed him at six.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. I have him. I just have him a little higher at four um, because mm-hmm. I just have high hopes that this guy's going to continue to establish himself as one of these elite tight ends. Um, and he's just he's just different in terms of the athlete he is. He doesn't drop passes, you know. He no, he not. just continues, you know, to to put up numbers in an offense that is stacked. Um, and I think when you look at again, Jalen Hurts, we 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 think improves as a passer, you know, even more than he did last year. And as yeah. they are going to, unless they do make this Jonathan Taylor trade, I think that the reason that they let Miles Sanders go and they replaced him with a receiving back like Swift and a guy that's injury-riddled in Penny, I just, I think they want to really air this football out a lot more. And I love A.J. Brown. I you know like Devontae Smith a little less. But I really think that Goddard is set for another big year, and it might be his biggest year yet.
1: It, it should be. However, the only reason I am at six and you are at four is I don't like the fact he's never played 17 games in his career. I mean, you're talking about five years he's been hurt at least several games every single year. That yep. that bothers me a little bit, right? I mean, he just takes a punishment. Although, on the flip side, every single year he's been in the league, he's averaged over double digits, yards per catch. So, I mean, right. there's a lot to like.
0: There's a right. lot to like. Exactly. All right. Let's keep it going. You went keep it with going. your number got six for me. Oh, and my you, five. Oh, not, your five. I'm going with my five. Oh, your five. My number five is Mark Andrews. Um, D- I, ditto. Ditto. I'm sorry um and We're honestly I, and i really thought about putting him a little longer on this. So Andrews is a guy that i'm respecting for who he is and his role in this offense is why he's going to finish top 5. But he's yep. a guy that due to his draft position um i'm not very i'm not really interested in having on my team this year. His ADP is is 47 or it's, sorry, it's 27. Oh,
1: 27, yeah. It's his ADP twenty two He's high. the it's second really too
0: high. He's My the God. second tight end off the board for an offense that's improved every other position on their team. Yeah. I I don't even really understand why you would spend your late, you know, your early 3rd round pick on a guy like Mark Andrews who I don't anticipate being the second tight end this year. So for that for that case, I am you want to talk about guys I'm staying away from. I'm staying away from Andrews this year. However, I still think he finishes as a top 5 guy because of the player he is and he's just A hard nosed old school tight end who's going to get a lot of lot of targets. However, not as many targets as he's had in the past. He had 113 last year, which was third most amongst tight ends. 73 catches, average average 12 you know yards a catch, eight touchdowns. Like he his five, yeah, five touchdowns. His. Production and his usage rate has just been off the charts for this offense. Now with Zay Flowers, now with Rashad Bateman, Odell, uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, running the football, I just don't think that those that you know that opportunity is going to be there for Andrews. Mm -hmm. Now I still anticipate him being the red zone threat. You know, he's gonna Mm -hmm. he's gonna put up numbers. You know, be consistent each game. I just think it comes down a little. That's why I'm at five.
1: So there's a few there's a few things here. Okay, number one, I agree with you. More weapons has to mean less targets, okay? Yeah. Number two, if you really took a look at his year last year, he had four monster weeks. He had eight weeks that he was under 10 points, right? Like, it it was yeah. the model of, of what the right. hell is going on here. I had him, right? Yeah. I, I stacked Kelsey and Andrews and thought I was going to win the league, and Andrews disappointed me week in and week out. The second yeah. thing is, on the flip side, though, and the reason I still have him at five with you is – Todd Munkin, who came from Georgia, made like look what he does with the with the tight right. ends. I mean, Brock Brock Bowers is going to be a top five pick next year, right? He loves the tight end. And he's going to move Andrews all over the damn place. So I I still think that he is a huge body who can run the vertical as good as any tight end, probably him and George Kittle, right? I think that he is just the route tree that he has makes him very uh just a viable option on so many plays. I think this guy gets 80 catches. He's a top five tight end for sure, but I like the other four
0: better. I agree, and it, it just comes down to that. It just comes down to competition and and yep. and the fact that he's the second tight end off the board. It's it's just not it, unless your name is Travis Kelsey. I'm not interested in drafting any of these tight ends in the first three, probably no. four rounds.
1: Well, uh, I have one, but I'll, we'll get to that.
0: All right, I'll jump to number four, uh, which was Goddard. So I'll let you go with your number four.
1: Well, my four was uh Waller. So
0: gotcha. So we kind of switched fours and sixes there, but still had Andrews yep. in the middle at five. So our top three. We we, we changed the Oreo to
1: cookie a little bit.
0: Will we have the same two and three? I'm not I'm not sure At number three, I have TJ Hawkinson. We do not. Ooh, we do switch. TJ yes. Hawkinson, number three there. Um I, I, I think TJ Hawkinson is a guy that honestly a lot of people are forgetting about. Uh, in, in this upcoming fantasy season, T. J. Hawkinson was tight end two last year. Yes, he was. And he's going to be tight end two this year, too. Second most t- uh, targets amongst tight ends, second most receptions. You know, if Travis Kelsey is in the league, he definitely had the best tight end season last year. And, you know, the Lions, the, the trade from the Lions to the Vikings just upped his value even more with getting a more competent quarterback that can throw the ball downfield. I um, mean, he just fits better in that offense. Because that offense is going to air it out, and I think they're going to air it out more than they even did last year. Um, yes. The only thing about Hawkinson, and I think this is why his numbers may even increase from last year, was his yards per reception were a little low for a guy that is a vertical threat for is an athlete. Whatever it felt like, a lot of five yard outs, a lot of curls, a lot of you know tight end screens. It was kind of they were utilizing him in a lot of different ways, but he ended up with six touchdowns. He definitely was a red zone threat. And I think when you look at this offense, it's Justin Jefferson, and then Hawkinson is this number two option that you have to get on your teams. He's going, you know, his ADP is 42 right now. Yes. He, you know, that is, is the later third, earlier fourth round, but he, Mm -hmm. he is definitely worth, you know, I think he's definitely worth that pick if you want to get one of these top three tight ends because of his, you know, his, his ability that in this offense that he could definitely go for a thousand yards. And I think there's only three tight ends, which is, the top three I have that can go for a thousand yards this season. Agreed. I love him.
1: I love him. I want to get him this year so bad, right? I yep. mean, if I don't get Kelsey, this is who I'm going after. I, I think if you saw the connection with Kirk Cousins when he came over, it felt like he belonged there. He was there forever. You know, he – and, and the 86 catches for 914 yards, he, he barely – he basically took the last game off, right? Because that game didn't mean anything. He had one catch, and then they took him basically all the starters out of the game. Right. So that was really done in 16 games. Right. This is a thousand yard guy, a hundred percent. I'm so guaranteeing that he's going to have a thousand yards this year. I think he's going to have eight touchdowns. I think he's going to have 90 to 100 catches. I think he's uh-huh. going to be like, I think he's going to, it's going to be Justin Jefferson and, and Hawkinson as the two guys that really propel Kirk Cousins to 42, 4500 yards. And, and I just, I think he's one step ahead of Kittle um in in total production and that's why I have him one step ahead of Kittle in the, in the rankings
0: yeah it's 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 pretty simple for me the reason I have Kittle at two um is is he's going almost around later which mm-hmm. makes me intrigued because I've gotten I've already done two drafts and I've gotten Kittle after I've gotten my two running backs my two wide receivers he's been my fifth round pick which I like if that's a your lot
1: fifth round pick you will be dancing a jig
0: I'm just, I'm just saying he, what he's, he's
1: doing. Not last, he's not lasting a, but he's not going to let. Watch tonight. He will not last at a fifth round.
0: All I am saying is what I've experienced so far. He was in the late fourth in one. He was in the early fifth in another. And I'm saying where guys are going. Hawkinson, you're gonna have to take no matter, probably no matter what in that fourth round. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he, I mean, Andrews is is going before like Kittle. People are a lot like me and don't like to take tight ends until they've gotten their their main, you know, uh, utility players. So you can take advantage of that by taking Kittle. He might be the more riskier pick than Hawkinson because there's competition, more competition on that team and the injury concern. But I think we're forgetting that a healthy Kittle is no doubt the second best tight end in the league. Um, And, I, and he, there was once upon a time before this past season, which he definitely, you know, the injuries and, and struggled at times, especially earlier in the season that he is the only tight end in the league that, that, you know, at one point was put on the same, in the same group as it was Kelsey Kittle and then everyone else. And right now it's just Kelsey. And I think this is the year that he, he has that chip on his shoulder and he needs to earn that title back um, because he is so dynamic of a route runner. You can't really, you know, cover him with one linebacker, cover him with one safety. Uh, last year, I, I just really, you know, he only missed two games, but it felt like, you know, there was, a, there was so many, dud games from Kittle. He missed the first two games of the season, and his next three that he played, he had 6, 4, and 7. So he was off to a slow start. He Weeks 12 to 14, 5, 4, and 6. Uh, thank yeah, God he but- ended on 25, 30, and 20. Like, he just needs, what I think Kittle needs to do is get back into rhythm. You know, he's going to finally start the season healthy. Um, And I, I really do think at the value of the pick, tight end four right now, you're going to get that that number 2 tight end that is yes behind kelsey there's a drop off but if you mm-hmm. can't get kelsey i think you need to get kittle this year he's the guy i'm targeting in every every league if again if he's in that fifth round um and i get him back on like a if i have a later pick and i come around on the snake early fifth round i i wouldn't even think twice sure
1: i think he's going to go in the fourth but the i think the thing that you have to kind of contemplate is that in the last 4 weeks under Brock Purdy he was the number two tight end in the league, yep. right? I mean, so, you know, he averaged 22 points a game under Brock Purdy. Yeah. So, you know, again, Brock Purdy looks like he's healthy and he looks like he's going to come back and, and start the season. They definitely had a connection, right? They did. That was, that was a connection that he did not see in the early part no. of the season with the other quarterbacks.
0: With, so, with Garoppolo, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, Garoppolo or yeah. Trey Lance or, Lance or, or Yeah, or Josh what, Johnson or whoever. What a story
0: they uh, Trey Lance's too, I mean. What's going on there? He might not even be on the team to start the season.
1: I think he'll be on the team. I don't think anybody's going to trade for him, but that's a, another whole story. But I, I do. I think I, I love George Kittle. I, you could flip flop, Hawkinson and Kittle all day long for me. You know, I, I don't think you go wrong either way. I think the slight difference is, I think T.J. Hawkinson's going to have more catches.
0: Huh? Right. Fair enough there. And we get to the number one guy. Who
1: could be, one number, one? Who could be in
0: number Travis one? Kelsey. And, yes, he is the number one tight end, and he is going as a top five pick overall in fantasy this year. His ADP is – Well, let's talk, about,
1: let's talk about that, okay? Because, yeah, obviously, it's, it's, he's it's the a, number one. It's it's a, most, right? yeah, there's
0: nothing to argue about him being the number one tight end. Like, he is just no. on a different pedestal, and he's, you Perfect. know, he, he's he's, the, he's probably the greatest yeah. tight end to ever play the game. So, um, and and the, the the conversation, the debate needs to be you have the fifth pick Are you going Travis Kelsey? Now, let's break this down as, you know, the ADP stands. Right now, most drafts are going Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Then I'll just say Christian McCaffrey, two. And then three, you could say Eckler. Eckler. And then four, Jamar Chase. Let's just say that's the average. Yep. Fifth, are you going Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup, and Tyree Kill?
1: I'm going with Tyree Kill.
0: Over Travis Kelsey. It um it's so it's tough. it's tough. I'm taking yeah. here's what I'll say. I'm taking both from them Cooper Cup uh, yes. if I have five. Um, and and I'm you know I'm I'm really debating Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. And mm-hmm. I agree I I do agree with you. I think I would stay with with Tyreek Hill just because of how dynamic he is in the season he had last year. And yeah. and you know, I think I still would. But it's around pick six and seven where I do I haven't done the draft yet, but I do have a, a draft where I have six. And at six, yeah. assuming Tyreek Hill does go five, then that is that guessing. is when I'm taking Kelsey at six, Chris. no matter what.
1: Yes, hundred percent. But I still think I'm trying to think of the difference between getting Tyreek Hill or waiting to get,
0: you know, like we talked about, uh, or or or, or, keep or, a, it, or C D lamb. But right? but it, how about keep it like this? Is it Tyreek Hill? Or do you go Kelsey and then wait and get Jalen Waddle? You know, right. or it's, do you want him or do you want Waddle and Kelsey? It's like, you know, the wide receivers are so deep this year that the Kelsey pick, it, it just makes sense, you know, well, at that 5-6.
1: Well, and here's a perfect example, okay? If you add Tyree Hill and George Kittle or you add Waddle and Kelsey, are you, is it going to be
0: that big of a difference? Uh, I mean, it it honestly just depends. It's because it's like – you yeah. could take Tyreek, and then you could come around and get Nick Chubb. You know your you're running back? You go Tyreek and Nick Chubb, and then no, no, uh, Kelsey I'm, 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 and, and Waddle. About,
1: that's not oh, you're, just, you're just talking about, talking about. I'm talking about the wide receiver tight end combination. Like if you took Tyreek Hill and maybe waited for Kittle in the third fourth round. Right. Or you went, you know, or you got, you know, Waddle was your number one wide receiver, and Kel- Kelsey's your number one tight end, right? Is that combination versus that combination going to be a big yeah. difference? Uh, something I, you really got to think
0: about. It's something you got to think about, and I think what you need to look at is you just need to look at one simple thing of the difference in points that Kelsey had last year. Um, he was 101 points above TJ Hawkinson, who was the number one, two tight end. That's insane. It's just insane. That's, it's insane. It's, it's like a, eight points a game. Eight,
1: nine points a game. It, it's, and it's I, a, I guarantee you the difference between Tyreek Hill and
0: Jalen Waddell was not eight points uh, a game. I could, tell you, I could tell you right now, I'll go back to the wide receivers from, la- from last episode. The difference between Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill was 27 points. So, no, no, yes. Between,
1: between Waddle and Hill.
0: What are you talking about yeah. Waddle and Hill? Well, yes. Hill finished with 341, and you had Jalen Waddle who finished with 259. So yeah. it's about okay there. It's you yeah. know, 90 points. Like, like, like you said, does it you know is it going to make the biggest difference? It's only if you can kill. can Kelsey have an even better year than last right. year. And I think honestly, I would take over on him improving on his yards and his receptions, 110 for 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. Maybe he can't keep the same touchdown percentage because he had a lot of games last year with three. He had one with four touchdowns. Like maybe the touchdowns come down, but we see a record-breaking 1,400, 1,500-yard season from Kelsey where the Chiefs lost Juju Smith-Schuster and didn't really get another wide receiver unless Sky Moore or Marquez Valdez scantling becomes the number one guy.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean they didn't get anybody? I mean,
0: you are missing you're, you're Justin talking... Ross? <laughs> Sorry, am I am I missing someone? <laughs> am I you're missing you? Missing Darius Tony? I yeah. Darius Tony, but like throw him in there. Throw, I mean, that's the thing. It's I don't. I'm Tony, teasing. I'm teasing. Them, I'm like those three. It's like oh, I think those guys would be gonna... serviceable. But I think he's still going to get the ball a million day, a million times a game. Yeah. A hundred more points than the next big tight end. It could be the same gap this year. And I just think at five, you really got to think about it. Yes, I'm taking Hill over him by a slight margin. But if he's at six, there's no one I'd take over him. That's true. Good.
1: All right.
0: Let's All go right, to that's the top ten. List. Let's go to sleepers now. Our 10, five tight end sleepers. I, I looked at a lot of these guys. There's some guys that honestly aren't even getting drafted, but I just keep an eye on them. You know, it's fun that, to talk about some guys that could come out of nowhere. Uh, my first sleeper, Taysom Hill. Taysom wow. Hill. Got to be a sleeper taysom. there. No, it's taysom not. Jo- taysom Hill. Not with the emergence of
1: Jawan Johnson. No, you're not taking Taysom Hill. I'll give you hey, a, a you question because, here. Are you going to take him because you think he's going to throw the ball now that Derek Carr is here? Come no. On. No. I'll tell you that because gadget, his, gadget, his gadget rushing ability. Tays,
0: okay. When did Taysom Hill finish tight end what last year? This is a little trivia question for you.
1: I would say tight end 8, 11, somewhere in that range.
0: Tight end 9. He finished as a I top tight end to tight end last year. He had 100 rushes for 600 yards and AJ, 7 they didn't touchdowns. A they didn't have a quarterback. I understand that. He's and not coming in to play
1: as much quarterback as he was going to before.
0: I understand that, but he's a gadget guy. He's unlike any, he, he plays a, a a position that really no one else has. And on an, a team that might have just an electrifying offense, yes, he's not going to maybe he doesn't have 600 rushing yards, but you know, the, the touchdowns are there. He could steal a lot of goal line touchdowns. I don't know. Keep him on your bench, whatever. He's getting drafted, tight end 23. I, it's like, okay. I'll that to him on your bench. It. I'm not Juwan Johnson touchdown machine good to both uh, look i think that the saints just have so many weapons this year and i'm anticipating a big year for them so okay. you, you know you don't want taysom hill how about take the, the starting tight end there i um, like Jovan Johnson. that's gonna catch a lot of touchdowns tight end 18 again a bench guy uh greg Dulcich on the backers showed a lot of upside last year with a terrible russell wilson he's the starting tight end there now yeah. uh, he's tight end 17 again a bench tight end that you might just want to take as a backup I like that a lot. Tyler Conklin mm-hmm. on the Jets, um, he's going to share time with C.J. Uzama, but report, mm-hmm. you know, in camp and you're watching on hard knocks, he's definitely going to get the starting role. Um, he's going higher than Uzama. He's tight end 24 right now. He's one of the last guys getting drafted. I actually have taken him as a backup tight end in, in a league. You know, I think there's just something with Rodgers and tight ends. You know, he hasn't had the best in his career. But it just seems like some, you know, he makes them work. Like Robert Tanyan, you know, he made into, yeah. into getting Cook. a contract. Jared Cook, you know, mm-hmm. he, he made the Mercedes guy, Lewis. Mer- Mercedes Lewis had a you know, couple <laughs> of games there. Like Rogers and the tight end usually have a special connection. He could be a guy again, put yeah. on your bench. And then my number one sleeper who is not being drafted in fantasy right now is tight end 28 mm. is our boy Jake Ferguson. Jake. Mm. Ferguson, which, which he drafted? The starting tight end on this Dallas Cowboy offense. You want to talk about Dalton Schultz? This is Dalton Schultz. But he's better. He is better than Dalton Schultz. He showed it last year. He could easily finish. Look, I'm not going to get crazy with it as a top 20, you know, top 15 tight end by by getting steady production and having you know week week to week based on matchups. Might be a guy that you pick up, you know, due to some injuries early in the season, and and I think he'll have a fine season. And he's, he's very athletic. Um, and I think he's definitely in camp has, has established himself, um, as that number one tight end.
1: Yeah. I, I like him more now that, uh, John Phillips went down with an ACL injury, you know, but I think Peyton Hendershot's going to take some, some snaps away from him. Yep. But that being said, all right, it's a solid five. It's solid.
0: I don't we like do what we stuff. can with the, with, with the tight
1: ends. All right. <laughs> My sleepers. I have none of the same five. Wow. Not crazy. So for mine, is. one of my favorites, and I literally, I seriously thought about putting him number ten, is Gerald Everett on the LA. Yeah, I playoffs. okay, the okay. LA I Cardinals. didn't put
0: him. I didn't put him my sleepers because I did. I did put him as like 11, 12. He did almost yeah. make it for me as well.
1: I, I, I think the tight end is always something that uh, you will find in a Kellen Moore offense to be yeah. a target. I love his athleticism. I think he also plays like a wide receiver. You know, oh. so I really like, I like Everett. I I just think that, you know, Justin is going to have a monster year and, and everybody's going to have yeah. plenty and of And Everett,
0: points. like you said, Everett's one of the most athletic tight ends in the league. Yeah. He's a lot like a Kyle Pitts-esque yes. um, runner. he's a definitely much better quarterback. Right. A much better quarterback. And he actually had a decent season last year as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so I really like him. My second one is, and because he got hurt
1: and because he changed teams, people have completely forgotten about him. And that is Irv Smith jr. on the Cincinnati Bengals I think I didn't even know Smith he was on coming. Cincinnati exactly <laughs> he right he took he took uh, over for uh what's his name not Hunter Henry uh, Hayden Hurst yeah. mm-hmm. right so this is a very athletic guy whose season got cut short you know and didn't play much in the last really year and a half but this is a guy that came out of Alabama who's absolutely unbelievable like yeah. athletically he's as good as anybody I think you know with Joe Burrow there I think he could be a tremendous sleeper He's a guy I'm going to stash as my number two uh, tight end okay. with possibility I may put him in a flex. Uh, my third one was Cole Komet. I totally agree with you. I think he's going to have a, a really good season. Uh, my fourth one is a Conquo on Tennessee because they got to throw to somebody. And <laughs> I'm just saying, that he's got, I mean, somebody's yeah. got to get receptions, you know, and what you could basically triple-team mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, so somebody's got to get him. And my last one, because I always got to get a rookie that I love, and that is Dalton Kincaid who I prayed and wanted so badly the Cowboys to get in draft who Buffalo stepped in in front of us, a pick to get him, But, you know, I think he is going to emerge as the tight end that Josh Allen throws the ball to all over the place. And because of that, you'll see who I have on my stay away from uh, on the other side of the line.
0: All right. So you had two guys on my, on my stay away list. So, um... and you, and and you have two on my stay away. List. All right, so Again, the disagreements there. I like it. So, yeah. Let's move to five tight ends. We're staying away from. Um, I will start with Hunter Henry on the New England Patriots. Um, I have him too. Yeah, I just, I just don't think he's worth the the pick. He's not, he's not really being drafted in a lot of leagues, but deeper leagues. You know, he's being taken as a bench tight end. I just don't even think he's worth the pick. His career's on the decline. They they added Gasecki.
1: You can't take Hunter.
0: There's a guy going one pick above him, and his name's Jake Ferguson. I think that's such a better pick than (laughs) taking uh, Hunter Henry. I go with two rookie tight ends. Um hmm. on, on the list. I'll start with Michael Michael Mayer on the yep. Las Vegas Raiders. I just don't I think in his rookie year. I love the player, but it's just not a good situation for him in this rookie year. He's not even the starting tight end um, yep. on Vegas right now. So when you take that into consideration with Garoppolo, uh they're gonna be a running football team. You know, he's not someone that I'm looking either. Um, and then my other one is Dalton Kincaid. I, I'm just not interested in Kincaid in an offense that I have never seen, and in my recent memory, the Bills work with two tight ends, and Dalton Kincaid isn't the starting tight end. Like, Dawson Knox is the starting tight end on the Buffalo Bills, and if you're telling me Dalton Kincaid is tight end 12 right now, which meaning, you know, is, is meaning he is a starting tight end in fantasy this year, I think you're out of your yeah. mind. I think it's a terrible pick if you're going as Dalton Kincaid as your top tight end.
1: What you're getting with Dalton Kincaid is a tight end slash wide receiver. Right, and you know that's so you, fine.
0: But for no, but I he's going to be on the f- he's going to be on the field, AJ. Sure, he will. Right. He was the first round pick. He's going to be I'm on the field, but his production will not be near that oh. top t- ten tight ends. No way. Boo. Okay, right? there's so no chance. My- it's a, okay, it's well, insane that he's going twelve right now. It's not he's insane. insane. It's, it's not insane. All right, You keep going with another guy that you had in your top ten um, was Dalton Schultz. I'm out okay. on Dalton Schultz as well. He's going tight end eleven this year um i don't think he comes anywhere close to being a top 12 starting tight end this year in fantasy again Dak prescott made dalton schultz who he is he got him a contract and now he's going to go to a crappy offensive line he can't block either so he's not going to help anywhere there you know good thing you don't get points for letting up sacks as a tight end because he's a terrible blocker um but i think again the Texans were expecting another, you know, rough season. Even if they do improve on their four wins last year, that's fine. But their offense is going to be, you know, pretty easy to stop for most of these defenses in the NFL. I don't think Schultz has anywhere near a top ten tight end season. You you can't have Dalton Schultz as your starting tight end in fantasy. You can't do it.
1: Oh, you absolutely can stop it.
0: And my last one and my number one guy to stay away from um, is a Conku who you just mentioned on your sleepers uh, for the Tennessee Titans. I think this is the most ridiculous pick. Uh, this is a recency bias pick of some later games uh, that, that Tennessee had where he went off for, you know, a few of them. Uh, he had three catches for 400 yards and three touchdowns last year. He didn't yeah. even have hundred fantasy points um, last season. Uh, I just, I'm just kind of lost in the sense of, of why, you know everyone is so high on this guy. Again, yes, is he the you know one of the second, third options on Tennessee? Sure, on paper he is, but this is going to be a team that throws the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, runs the ball with Derrick Henry, scores about two touchdowns a game max. I mean, I don't see any room for Akaku uh, being again a somewhat low end starting tight end option. I think it's a r- ridiculous pick if you went with them as your starting tight end.
1: I, I think what you need to understand is he didn't start the year as their tight end. Yeah, he didn't. Like he worked but his way well into the lineup. It didn't take better long better for him to he, get there. But he got better as the year went on. And then the quarterback play was Malik Willis. And it's still Ryan Tannehill. It's, okay. it's still Ryan Tannehill. So. DJ, you're killing it. All right. My stayaways. My number one is – or my number five was Hunter Henry. I I, like for all the reasons I just said, I think the Gusecki addition diminishes Henry tremendously. My second one is Dawson Knox, because I do believe Dalton Kincaid is the younger, more athletic, more impressive tight end. Dawson Knox has had one good year where he saw the end zone, what, six, seven times. And everybody jumped on him thinking he was going to be the stud tight end last year. And he was a dud. And I think he's a dud again this year um my third one is dolcic i think again i'm so down on russell wilson i'm so down on that team i listen i'll, I'll draft jerry judy in the eighth round if he's around but other than that i'm not touching anything and people.
0: jerry and jerry judy just got hurt today which i love jerry judy oh, I, didn't, I didn't even and, see that and I, had, I had him like as a bench wide receiver in one a flex in one and then he hurt his hamstring he's probably not gonna be ready for week one now
1: No, right, see there you go i'm not taking anybody he's already no. starting there will not be one Denver Bronco There will not be one Denver Bronco. There will not be one Arizona Cardinal on Noel Teal's yep. teams. Okay, my number four one is David Njoku, yep. and I don't. And, and again, this is I don't have a good reason other than gut, right? That's, I like I just feel like Njoku had a couple of just great weeks yep. where he looked like the greatest tight end of uh, upcoming tight end in the league. And then there are weeks this man is not to be seen. And I just think that this is not the year to draft him. I don't know. It's just it, a gut. Total
0: it seems gut. like David Njoku has been around since I was a child. It, it just seems like that. It seems like he's been someone that we've seen go from a tight end three on the crappy yeah. Browns to yeah. when the play, the Browns were in the playoffs. He was like a, he was, his talent was showing. Then the last two years, he, he went back to backup tight end, and now he's a top 10 tight end in fantasy. It's like – throwing all over the place and he has all the talent in the world but I'm just again I agree with you the gut feeling it's like I just I don't want to put my faith in David Njoku
1: yeah so that's just my gut and then my number one guy to stay away from I think he is the most overhyped tight end of of that next tier this is a guy that everybody every year says oh he's gonna be a big sleeper oh this guy's gonna have a great year and that's Tyler Higby this Hmm. guy never
0: delivers ever (laughs) Never delivers. Never delivers. He, he doesn't deliver. Never no. delivers. I believe he finishes. As That's as tight end six last year. He just
1: doesn't deliver. This is a guy who never had more than seven hundred yards catching. Has never had more than five touchdowns. Like he's just, he's just, he's just okay. I,
0: I'm no, not after him. He, he is okay, and and he, he didn't make the top ten. And, and I think he's definitely regresses, especially in that offense. And he's getting older and all that. But yep. he, he's one of those where it's like a safe pick. He's never going to go 10 for 100 and a touchdown. Yep. He's like, never. he is a simple six for 60 guy. If you want to average 12 points, I agree with you. He's Just there's no boom to Tyler Higgins. It's no boom. There's no, no boom. boom. All right. And I'm that does it.
1: I think he had one. He had one game over 10 points. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just a consistent
0: one. nine, 10 point per player, but he's never going to have more than that. You know, more than two weeks in the season. Crazy, it's crazy, and that and that does it for our positional rankings for fantasy. So we have right. two weeks until the season starts. When we you see us next, tonight, buddy,
1: we got a draft. Tonight. I know, I know.
0: Let's get ready for that, and then when we will see you next, we'll do some mock drafts and bring it to you live with some different picks yeah. in twelve-man leagues. And then it is time then, for football season. Not, not the time
1: for football. It's time for our. It's our time for our awards and our selections. Yeah, we have to pick our. That will also come Friday. Yeah. Year the yep. coach of the year, the MVP,
0: the who's yep. going to win the Super Bowl, like all those important All things. that. Let's get to it. I'm I'm excited. So, good luck in your draft tonight as as well as mine and I hope we yeah. we come out with the guys we want. That's right.